five, four, three, two, one. You are listening to Flowing with Famous, the all Fresno podcast where we break down everything that is happening cool and otherwise in Fresno. I am Joshua Teehee, and with me, as always, Mike C. of the Dorktown Network of Podcasts. Mike. Hey, what's up, Josh? How are you? How's it going, man? Um, I'm fighting one of these. It's something I forgot about. RSV? You got RSV? I have a cold. Remember those? Oh, just a regular cold? cold. Just a regular cold? Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't had a cold in like three years, so I'm just, you know, being a baby. Yeah. Uh, So... We have guests today, uh, which if anyone who listens to the podcast, anytime we there's only two guests that we ever have on the podcast. So if we say <laughs> well, we have guests, historically, you can but... a you can know if you listen to the show, you'll know who the guests are, and b you'll know why they are on the show. Uh, and so we have Rocky and Brian from Sweet Fest here to hey. talk about Sweet Fest. Good morning. Oh, you mean it. It wasn't Andrew Jans. I thought you were going to introduce Andrew. <laughs> oh, oh no, <laughs> that would have been <laughs> no, no, no. Was uh, your one other guest? No aspiring councilman will ever come on the show now because we're uh, we're jinx. Yeah, like don't go on Flowing the Famous. You'll never get elected. <laughs> never, you'll never get elected for anything or, or ever. Mayor, you know, we could use that power if we wanted. <laughs> like we could yeah. try to get like. Like, hey, uh, we'll McCarty have, yeah, we get the, the other opposed uh, person say, hey, yeah, we'll get this person hey. on the show, and they're pretty much guaranteed not to get elected if we get them on. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you just give us each, you know, five hundred bucks on the side. Keep it quiet. We'll bring whoever you want on our show. That's, that's actually not that's a bad some idea. Power you guys wield. <laughs> yeah, use it responsibly. Yeah, you got to so, you, you use your use your weight appropriately and that's that's, right. that's how we know that's how yeah we can sink elections man <laughs> if only yeah. i had known this yep finally uh, i'm you know i gotta make money here josh i gotta retire at some point and i'm gonna need money for retirement it's pretty there turns you go. Out. so let's we should it totally out. just become like the opposite of yeah. uh you know the uh the the people who run campaigns will just be the opposite we'll we'll get hired out to ruin campaigns yeah, there we by go. giving our support to those yep. campaigns, <laughs> makes total sense to me. Yeah. See. So, um, we brought you guys on to talk about. We teased this last month, I believe, but uh, talk about Sweet Fest because it is happening again. I assume everyone who listens to the show knows about Sweet Fest, uh, but some people might not. So, why don't we start up at the top uh, and do all the, you know. Uh, plug stuff that you need to do talk about what it is when it's coming uh what people need to get excited about and then you know we'll talk about whatever else we we're here to talk about yeah i like just coming on the show and not talking about sweet fest (laughs) that's perfect that's perfect we can do that but we still have to get we need to let you guys get, get the news out fine fine yeah no sweet fest uh 22 22 we've been at this for what since 2008 so what's that 14 years now Man, that's, that's crazy to say yeah that's crazy yeah. to say out loud 
Yeah, Sweet Fest 22. And we're back at the Tower Theater this year. Ooh. Back after three years. All right, away we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that because I have some yeah. questions. But uh, <laughs> go back at the but Tower yeah, Theater. December 8th, Thursday, December 8th, uh, 6.30. Doors will open, 7 o'clock. Films will start. And it's free, as always, free to attend. And, of course, we encourage people to submit their own sweeted film and we will show it up on the big screen at the tower theater. It's also free to submit and free to participate. So we just want people to come out, have a good time, make a film if they have time between now and uh, the deadline, which is December 5th. But uh, yeah, it should be a good time. If you don't know what a sweeted film is, sweeted film is, it's basically a short homemade uh, recreation of your favorite movie. So pick whatever movie you like or you're passionate about, remake it with whatever you have just lying around the house, make it crappy, put yourself in it, and that's a suite of film. People should be used to this now. So when Sweet Festival started, it was kind of a revolutionary thing in that like, oh my God, we're, you know, because for a long time, if you wanted to do this kind of stuff, like you had to have like a a, a camera, like a, a you know VHS kind of thing, or you there was it was a very yeah. difficult process for so long. Now smartphones we, like, were not a thing. Yeah. yeah, and now people are doing TikTok every day or Be Real or whatever, any other whatever, and can really create like these whole like universes just on their phone. So it seems like, and you know me and mike can attest that's not it's not truly the case uh but it seems like it should be an easy thing to do to just be able to get together and put one of these together uh and and submit it yeah i mean as ubiquitous as smartphones are now they're still you know what do you do on your smartphone most people just mess around and uh, complain about shit on twitter you know they're not (laughs) they're still not like using it to make a video or make a movie so yeah i mean you've got the power in your pocket but you just gotta got to put it to use and here's a uh, question make something to share with others are there uh, do you know of like any quick tutorials that like i mean or if i right now was like i want to do this on my phone could i go to youtube and just like quick movie quick movie tutorial you something and and find like a way to do this really quick with just my iphone or whatever i have oh yeah i mean you can find anything you want on YouTube, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, what was it last year, Rocky? We we kind of partner with this uh, group in Scotland, like Creative Economies Organization in Scotland. We did a whole thing on like how to make a sweeted film, uh, like primer kind of thing, <laughs> and that's on YouTube. Is it so okay? There you, you go. That so, up and, uh, and Mike, Rocky write that explain down. all the secrets right there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, write that down, Mike, so you can include that in the in the I'm, notes. I'm writing it yeah, down. Yeah. We'll give you a link. <laughs> <laughs> writing it down, he says. You can you can edit everything on your phone, and it's it's that simple. And back in the days, like you said, it was such a much more complicated, uh, you know, process. But nowadays, it's been democratized. The technology just you know is everywhere, and people are creating more videos than ever. And you know, like you said, like TikTok and stuff like that. You know, the difference between sweet fest and what you do on your phone now is just that with sweet fest you get to see it projected on a giant screen which is you know with an audience with an audience and Who, a, a live audience. laugh and, and yeah. do all the things audiences do to make you feel good about yourself right? yeah exactly and the views you know the view your view count <laughs> is what's important i guess <laughs> on the technology but your view counts everyone at the same time and experiencing it you know simultaneously is completely different than you know just racking up views as we as the uh, the culture is today 
And, uh, and there's okay. so many people who are just like consuming video on their phones. They're still not like the ones who are making it. So this is an opportunity to get creative and learn how to actually make it yourself. Yeah, that's cool. So you guys uh, sort of famously uh, put these together uh, every, uh, you know, every time you do a, a rogue or a, uh, sorry, uh, my mind is, is moving on to other things Rogue already, Fest but, is cool too. Uh, Webfest <laughs> also, uh, Star Wars was where my mind is sort of going because I know you guys uh, have done a lot of that. But uh, you guys are, I assume, going to be doing something for this. Uh, anything you can leak out for us? Sure. Yeah. Just tell them, Rocky. All right. <laughs> uh, we're, we're doing a uh, a scene from the classic Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wanted to kind of start doing some scenes, some trailers, and uh, I don't know. We're just kind of experimenting to see what works for us. And uh, we, we, you know, it's a classic film. So we're uh, currently in production right now. We're after this. We're going to go straight into uh, working on it. So, Yeah. It's uh, it's good times. Is a Do small you, you, dirt bike involved? Is there like some sort of that, that, uh, a sweeted <laughs> dirt bike? There is no sweeted dirt bike. Ah, I can I can uh, well, confirm I guess that. I still watch. Is there uh, a sweeted helicopter? <laughs> there is no sweeted helicopter. Okay, I'm just going through everything. <laughs> yeah, going through everything. <laughs> is there a, is there a sweeted there guy no coming sweeted out of minigun? <laughs> is there a sweeted guy coming out of a a Big vat of lava, hot. Possibly. Metal. <laughs> Possibly. Is there uh, a sweeted, uh, naked uh, Terminator? Mm, well, you'll just have to wait and see. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. And also, who is playing the Terminator role, the Arnold Schwarzenegger role? Oh, our our buddy Matt Hackney, former uh, okay. ABC yeah. Thirty photog. Yeah, and, no, get, and guest of the show. He he yeah. came on the show. He was on the show Rocky last time. Stead, yeah, 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 I think maybe two years ago. Yeah, and did a really but, great job. Yeah, yeah. He he will be our Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's great. I'm very excited about that. That's uh, yeah, and it's exciting to get big back in the tower too after that whole kerfuffle. Yeah. So, uh, do do we want to jump the right kerfuffle. into that, Mike? Sure. Well. <clears throat> Or do you have other? No, I mean, I, 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 I think because I kind of saw Brian on Twitter, kind of, uh, sort of struggling how to get back into the Tower Theater or something, and maybe just it might be interesting to, to hear about how, how is there a difference now, po now that it's a city property, dealing with uh, the Tower Theater or getting back in there? Is any kind of is it better, worse, the same? Um, yeah, I think we just kind of started inquiring about renting the theater at a time when it was like transitioning between the old guard and the new. <laughs> and so yeah. there was just some difficulties there. But, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll work that all out. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we've got everything set now. And I mean, what one of the things we learned that was kind of a bummer was that the projection screen that used to be in the theater that was used by, you know, Real Pride and Fresno Filmworks for all their screenings was no longer there. You know, it had been, you know, damaged or something and discarded. So 
um, were having <laughs> <there> to. Any, <laughs> was there any like anything like did was there any explanation for that in terms of like because i know didn't you guys sort of uh pitch in or sort of help to get that that screen um in there for them uh fresno filmworks did they okay they contributed filmworks, some money yeah. towards the purchasing of that screen um yeah no i it just, apparently it was just it was a screen that they would uh depending on what kind of show was in the happening at the tower they would pull the screen down and put right. it back up Right. And I guess just after a show, you know, it was uh, it, it ended up like falling or something like that is what I heard and was damaged uh, to the point where it was not salvageable. And so now, uh, obviously, there's no screen. And so you guys had to figure that that out in in uh, doing this. Yeah, there's a there's an outside like entertainment vendor like audio visual vendor guy who has a, a an led wall oh so cool not, not not like a screen that you project onto sure, but rather sure, sure, yeah. like more like a gigantic television basically um and that is at the theater uh oh, and okay it's like somewhat installed you know okay. at, in the uh -huh, theater uh -huh. but there's like an additional cost for us to use that that's like way you know, way more of a cost than we are used to mm -hmm. paying to rent theater and that we sure. can you know, handle. So, you know, it's, uh, we're still so figuring things out. But if people want to donate, uh, can, yeah. is there a place they can do that to help you guys with this, uh, since it is a free event that you, that you're doing? Totally. Yeah. You can donate through CMAC and your donation is, you know, tax deductible because CMAC's a nonprofit. So yeah, just go to cmac.tv hit donate and then just put in there that your donations to support sweet fest and yeah i mean we would totally welcome that um but one way or another we're gonna have a solution for december 8th whether it's this led wall or whether it's a projection screen that we bring in mm -hmm. you know one way or another there'll be a big ass screen and nice. your movies will be on it <laughs> very cool very cool so um did you get <laughs> Just so we can talk a little more about the the theater, because yeah. I'm very interested in this. So uh, I will say that the uh, request for proposal for the map for a new management uh, team or or you know whatever, um, I believe that closed on Friday, um, and so within the next few whatever we should have a pretty clear idea of who might be vying to take over the theater in terms of the management. Um, and I've actually heard from one and have a couple ideas about some other people who might be, you know, have shown interest or or taking interest. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it kind of plays out moving forward in terms of who who is uh, managing the theater and how they're sort of operating it. Obviously, it's going to be a city owned property. And so they're they're are sort of city rules that you can find uh on the city's website somewhere um that sort of dictate how much they can charge and all those those things but you know depending on um what happens you, you know we might have a, a like a professional management team in there who is really working to get that place booked um you know not just with with local stuff which of course we want to see the the community we still want to see the sweet fest and the you know uh rogue festivals and the fresno filmworks and all that but um with you know other larger sort of bands and 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 acts that will be coming through so all that being said 
did you guys so obviously the pandemic kind of messed with things and so the timeline for what you guys are doing is is what it is did you guys sort of make a conscious effort at, at all did you have to make a conscious effort whether or not you would be working with the theater you know in the way that it was with the ownership as it was before the city took over well, I, I think we, <clears throat> we we when after everything that went down at the tower and you know essentially we felt like it would be really important for the community to have a big event there and you know sweet fest is has been at the tower theater for so long and it was very important you know i live in the tower and i want cool things to happen there and i read i and i think it, it was it would be a nice cleansing thing to like have a big event there for, for like kind of go back to how things used to be a little bit kind of mm -hmm. you know get rid of like the bad taste that that whole thing kind of left for the community mm -hmm. so uh brian and i when everything was happening and it seemed to have like passed and the tower was sold and it looked like there was a possibility that we could get back in there. I, I think we both kind of were like, let's see what we could do. And hopefully the timeline works, works out. And uh, luckily it did. And, you know, the, you know, it's just a little different because we had to go through different channels this time. Sure, sure. We had to make sure that, you know, everything's in the clear. And once we got past that, then we have to see what, the new rules are too, because it's different now because, you know, it's, there's so many new things in place and also like equipment wise, like what's there, what's not there from mm -hmm. before. So we kind of had to uh, reassess a little bit, uh, but it hasn't been too much of a hurdle. Um, it's been a little different, but it's nothing that we weren't able to handle between, you know, uh, our team and, uh, and just working with this, with, with Florence and, and the city and trying to figure out who to talk to. We still, we're still kind of going back and forth on certain things. It's not, right. it's, been a, an easy like super streamlined process but i know the city is uh making an effort to uh to streamline that process and uh you know it's i think it's just meaningful for us to do something there and for the community to have something going on there and uh you know it's it's going to be a it's going to be a fun time and then just going back in there into the tower theater the other day when uh, they had the little community meeting there it felt good. It felt like yeah. home, you know. So I think it's going to be a cool, cool thing. Besides Sweet Fest itself, it's going to be cool, kind of like homecoming for the community. Correct. Yeah. No, I think that's great, and uh, you know, I I like that idea of you know you guys ha keeping it in mind that like yeah, this could be something that's like uh, a cleansing moment, a way to go. Like, hey, man, all that stuff that was happening, we're we're sort of trying at least our best to to move beyond it. So, yeah, do you have? any uh like if you had your druthers what would you like to see in a new management team as they're uh taking over that that spot as someone who does events there and also i mean i know you guys also do filmworks or have been in the past involved with filmworks and other things so um, yeah I generally mean, I would what would you like to see I want to see a manager that's going to prioritize like local organizations using the theater. I mean, cause you look at some of these other city owned entertainment venues that are run by, you know, as you said, professional management companies, you know, that manage venues across the country. You know, it's very easy for them to price local organizations out of, out of that venue. You know, I've, I've heard many times that local organizations can't afford to like rent the Soroyan theater, for yeah. example. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's, that's awful. 
I, yeah. I don't want to see something like that happen with the tower theater. Um, so, I mean, first and foremost, yeah, I want, you know, local, the, the organizations that have traditionally used the theater to be able to continue using it. And, you know, that's, that's us and that's Filmworks and that's, you know, the dance troops and all, you know, all the various arts organizations. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like there's a fine line to be thread um, because it's like in one respect, I I totally agree in that, like, you know, this is a, a, a community space and it needs to be a community space. At the same time, I would also like it to be seen used as like a, a, a historic theater in the way that historic theaters are used in other cities. Um, and so I would like to see it have, you know, be booked thursday friday saturday sunday with you know bands and whatever coming sure. through um and i think that's a fine line because to have that you need to have someone in there who really understands uh what they're doing yeah. and has the connections not only locally but you know nationally globally to bring in some of these people if you do that how much of that time and space yeah. is going to be you know sort of maybe pushing other people out i don't know uh, it's, a so, it's a tricky thing yeah, yeah. you you want to bring you know outside shows in but you want to support the community at the same time and then you also need to make money i mean right. the, the, right. Yeah. And, and it was something that was said at the the tower community meeting that happened you know a couple weeks ago uh you know by a councilman arias or whoever said it but they said uh the city's not in the business of making money you know, they're in the business of breaking even. So they, they want to be good stewards of the theater. They want to you know, make enough money to have some um, do like capital improvements and, <clears throat> you know, renovate the bathrooms or whatever needs to be done to like keep the, the theater in shape. And uh, but but above that, they're not trying to make huge, huge profits like, you know, a, a for profit entity would be. Sure. So. Um, I, I think they it's within their ability to kind of balance that of bringing in big shows uh, versus, you know, supporting local organizations. But it's tricky. It's a tricky thing to do as a promoter to like schedule all of, all of that and make sure right. people are you know given given opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that Councilman Arias said is like they're they're not in that business to make profit. They technically can't make a profit, but their their right. uh, thing is to they need to just break even. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what their goal is. And you know, there's going to be there's going to have to be some probably they he they mentioned about some improvements they're going to be doing with the parking lot, with some trash mm -hmm. cans, some of the uh, you know they mentioned landscaping. So there's a lot of people asking good questions there and. And I think it's still early on. They're still kind of like riding that high of like, okay, we we overcame like this big mountain, and uh, now they're starting to figure everything else out. And then with the RFP, uh, what they said was that you know they I think they extended the deadline uh, like a couple of weeks. So I'm not sure if that's that's already passed. Yeah, I think oh, it's Friday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I and, think it was Friday. From what I've heard, okay. it was uh, Friday, but. Yeah, and but they said within sixty to ninety days they will have made their decision, and there's going to yeah. be a uh, committee that decides, uh, you know, who that person or entity will be to come in. So, you know, we hope, but yeah, that that there is a good balancing act that's, you know, that there, that has to be struck in order for it to be successful. And uh, you know, as a tower resident, and we really want to see more shows there, more more stuff happening there, yeah. and both community and acts and. I think it 
you know, in the past, I've seen some big shows. I asked the councilman uh, how that Sir Mix-a-Lot show went. Mm-hmm. I remember it was, it just was all of a sudden showed up as like, Sir Mix-a-Lot's going to be here in the middle of October. Right. Oh, that's interesting. And uh, I didn't hear anything about it anywhere. And so yeah. I asked him, how did it go? He's like, yeah, it went fine. There was no problems. And, um, you know, that's cool. But I'm just like, how that was, that was a pretty big show. And it's kind of crazy that there was not much heard about it. So I'm right. Not, I'm not sure if you heard anything about that or what the turnout was like or anything. Uh, I don't know about the turnout. Um, I don't. I yeah. I can't say. I know that they had. They did have a few shows there that were that did pretty well. Um, I think they had Pablo Cruz and and uh, then they did that Yachtly Crew or whatever the, yeah. the yacht rock band who had uh, pretty good uh, crowds out there. Um, so I know that there are people who you know are showing up there i think for a while there was kind of a feeling of like mm, i don't know if i can support stuff that's happening there even if it's something i want to see possibly because of right. everything that was happening but i think once the city kind of took over and they knew okay we're we're moving beyond that um but again this is also a thing of like depending on who you have in charge at a, a particular venue that person may or may not be as you know uh good at publicity as someone else you know um for instance you know they have the whoever does the the um publicity for um the fresno convention center soaring theater etc so forth if you look at their calendar they have had some really great bands coming through there some really great shows coming through there and they kind of just get lost um and i don't think there's a lot of publicity outside of just you know uh putting it on their calendar page or maybe putting it out on facebook or whatever meanwhile someplace like save mart center does a much better job of at least alerting media when they have big shows and that sort of thing um does the tower theater you know i don't know will they as this moves on one would hope so that you know if there is a show like sir makes a lot coming people know about it enough to be able to get tickets in advance and not because that's always been a problem, right? Like stuff comes yeah. through, and then a week after, someone goes, "Hey, how did I not know Sir Mix a Lot played at the time?" You know? Yeah. So well, I think it's important, and you know, whoever the city, these are all valid things that the city and whoever's on that committee need to take into account, and hopefully they will, and they get yeah. the right people on whatever the selection committee ends up being. And but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like no matter half of it is getting the draw is drawing in the, the the talent the other half is promoting it and getting the community to come out yeah. and support so yeah you know and i understand the trepidation currently because you know the the former regime is still involved there until that goes through and uh you know that article came out in the b where you know people are just like well we'll just we we're looking elsewhere right now like you know they yeah. talk to works and, and real pride and i understand totally um but i think like it it, it we need to kind of that big movement that was happening of like, you know, with, with the fools collaborative and like the whole community coming out. Um, we still need to like finish that part. I mean, we overcame probably the hardest part, but now we need to keep continue like doing stuff there. And I know right now it's right. Yeah. There's the what happened, but like we have to kind of move forward and then continue doing stuff there. We're also like, why did we do it? Right. There's the two parts. Right. Because it's like, okay, well, now we we did what we said we're going to do. But if we're no longer if we don't want if we're not supporting it anymore, then we're going to be back in the same sort of boat as we were before, just in a different kind of scenario. So.
for sure. Yeah. So hopefully Sweet Fest will be a nice little, you know, celebration of what the tower used to be. For sure. And, uh, we can see what the future holds for it and come out and support, you know, everything else that happens there. Hopefully we get a good team in there and the city works and collaborates with everyone. And, you know, all we can do is kind of try our best to do our part. Right. And make your voices heard and show up for those meetings. So I think it's, uh, you know, I, I like to hear that you guys were both at that at that meeting um, and uh, that there were, you know, that there are people there who are paying attention and, and working to make sure this is going to be good, you know. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Josh, I, I, I know it's a little bit early, but um, uh, I would like to, because we have many other non- uh, tower theater things to discuss okay. with uh, Rocky and Brian, but okay. I would like to get into the band of the episode. All right, let's do it. Uh, is who who is this, Josh? So this is Sun Umbra, who is uh, a I I, I talk about it kind of like a super group. I don't know exactly, but you know it's members of Stone Foxes, Slow Season uh light thieves uh dude from uh, beastmaker ba- uh, bass player from beastmaker uh style like revelators i mean it's just a huge um awesome collaboration of dudes um kind of psych in the psych rock uh vein uh let's play a song and then we'll come back cuz they actually have a really cool event coming up uh this month <laughs> Thank you. 
Midnight Sun Umbra. I believe that was uh, On the Road, I believe, is the, the track that um, that we were playing there. So, And uh, here's what you need to know. Sun Umbra is playing this awesome show. Uh, it is one of those Thanksgiving shows. You know how every year, like right the day, you know, either the Friday, Saturday after, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, usually, after Thanksgiving, there's always like a really cool something happening somewhere. Mm-hmm. So this is this is that. Uh, it's there's all kinds of reunion and, shows. Uh, it's re- Fresno Vine. reunion show season. What's that? Fresno reunion show season when all the LA people come yes. back to Fresno and play in their. <laughs> they, that, that is exactly right. Uh, so this is happening at Strummers. It's uh, it's Strange Vine is headlining. So that's that's really and it's. I don't. I'm not sure that they've played really anything around here since the Fres Yes Festival. Um, so they'll be playing, and they'll be playing along with uh, Slow Season, Days Baby, and Dying Sons, I believe, is the lineup. Which is just like if you know those bands at all, um, really great lineup. I mean, those are like three. I mean, actually, all those bands right now are just, uh, uh, you know, Strange Vine is Strange Vine, and they will always forever be Strange Vine, I think, uh, in terms of, like, uh, you know, drawing a crowd and putting on a great show. But um, Sun Umbra and then Days Baby, who is out of the South Valley, and uh, Dying Sons, I mean, just great, all great bands, very exciting stuff right now. So, yeah, so Strange Vine, Dying Sons, Sun Umbra, Days Baby, 7.30 Strummers, it is that, uh, the 26th, that Saturday, um, and uh, all ages, so go. All right. There we go. All right, now, whatever yeah, you got, Mike. A, a, group, uh, uh, a group topic, uh, being as I think everyone has some sort of, well, I don't really anymore, but some sort of involvement with Art Hop and how it's evolved uh, over the years and... How it's a different thing from what I remember when it began was like, you know, some galleries with some wine and cheese and you go around and look at art and then you go home. And now it's like, uh, I haven't been this year, but uh, the last time I went, it was more like a, it was more like a block party street fair yeah. than yeah. an art hop. So like, I don't, if you guys, I know Brian at least is, is involved with CMAC every art hop. So like are is is art hop in a good place should it be should it be like reset or, or re uh calibrated or or is it is it good bad i i'm i guess may i'll start with brian how you feel about art hop right now yeah uh i mean i'm i'm fine with it how it is it's cool i mean i think if uh, i i go out on an art hop night downtown and there's a ton of people all over the place having a good time and isn't that what we want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, it's definitely changed from, like you said, what it was and maybe, you know, gotten away a little bit from the art. Uh, but I still think you can find that if you want your wine and cheese and walk around in the gallery, you can totally find that at some art hop venues. Yeah. At other venues, you can find the block party atmosphere. And I think those two things can coexist and it's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I just, you know, Art Hop has just evolved and we need it to evolve and or else it's just going to grow, you know, stagnant. And I think it's in a good place. There's so many young people out there. I feel like, you know, Art Hop 
back when it when I first started going out there, it was mostly just older stuffy people that was you know doing the wine and cheese thing, and mm-hmm. it wasn't very exciting. And um, you know, I think now it's kind of like the, the youth has taken over and doing their own thing. And like Brian says, they coexist. The art galleries are still there. Yeah. If anything, I would imagine that it's driving up a little bit more attendance for some of these kids that are just coming out to party and do the street party thing and then just walk into a, a art gallery. But I know I have heard complaints from that, you know, the other side of just like it's becoming, you know, not what it was before. But, you know, it's the the nimbyism, I think, that's kind of mm-hmm. happening down there with like, you know, what the, this change and, you know, change can be a little bit hard for people to grasp. And uh, But I think it's great. It's fun. I, I love seeing everyone out there. I haven't heard of any major like bad things happening and it's everyone seems to be a really lively fun atmosphere so i don't know i just don't see anything wrong with that at all but you know like brian said the art's still there artists still do that they just they aren't presenting so much in art galleries or presenting in businesses i think if that's what the big thing is the art gallery kind of the style of, of presenting art is kind of evolved and you know these businesses also help promote these artists when they do stuff you know when the root is hosting an artist every month and and you know it it's still there you just need yeah. to you know it's evolved and yeah i don't know i just don't understand why people are kind of complaining about it yeah it's old you know old people. <laughs> i'm sure yeah, that yeah. like when we first started going to art hop uh that there was a lot of the the old crowd who were you know out at the bus barn or or wherever who were probably saying the same thing like oh i can't believe these kids are down at you know whatever uh wherever we were at the time h street studios or wherever and 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 causing a a bunch of ruckus you know i mean i i think that's just what it what it is um and we can't kind of understand like you know me particular but other people are not in that scene so we can't understand really what it's about or or even what the art that they're making might you know what it might be like you know we see it and we're like ah where's the paintings where's the whatever but there there's still art that's being made out there um i will say i was out at art hop uh this thursday and apparently uh code enforcement was out in force Uh and they were going through and they were really checking everyone that was set up on the street to make sure that they had business permits etc so forth uh i i had heard and i don't know if this is true i haven't uh, confirmed but i had heard that they were you know if if you didn't they were going to shut you down and then with uh there would be a warning and then next month they'll be out again kind of giving out citations so i think the city is i don't know if that's because they've had complaints or what the issue is um, but I think the city has has taken note that there are people out there doing, you know, selling all sorts of things. And, and you know, um, I think it's cool. You know, my only issue would be like, you know, it's Art Hop and Art Hop's been around forever, whatever. But uh, to me, the name isn't, you know, I think a lot of places do the a sort of like second Thursdays or first Thursdays or whatever it is in terms of like the naming convention, which I think probably – Obviously, you don't want to give up Art Hop as as a as a name because it has so much like history uh, there. But I think that's probably what people are most hung up on is like you're saying it's Art Hop, but when I go out, I see a bunch of like uh, taco trucks and you know DJs playing on the street, and uh, yeah, there's some places that do art, but uh, you know where are even the studios? Like, can you name them to me? Yeah, you know so. I think that's the 
the main issue. Oh, I still I think, think it's cool. Have a party. Like, I think it's great to, you know, have a big party on the on the block. I, I, every time I see it, I think the vibe is is totally awesome. So, right. And I think that's a challenge that studios need to like step their game up. Like, you need to. I mean, that's, that's the reality is you have to promote yourself. So, um, how do you promote yourself? You have a sea of people there already. <clears throat> Why wouldn't you try to parlay that into getting more, you know, uh, bodies in your in your studio? Yeah. But um, that's the thing. Like, you're they're limiting. I would imagine the people that are angry about this are just limiting themselves to what what is you know it's what it's always been. When you have a bunch of potential clients, a bunch of potential eyeballs that can come in and uh, see your place and the art that you're you're displaying. Why wouldn't you just like step your marketing game up a little bit and try to like embrace that and bring it in rather right. than just like spending your time complaining about like it's not my old art hop. <laughs> right, uh, right. But that's the which reality. I think is a valuable thing to do also. Yeah. <laughs> like on the flip side, like uh just I think it's a it uh, I don't necessarily agree with it all the time, but you'll also hear me do it because I think it's like a <laughs> It's an I important en- part. I there. enjoy you being need to the, have the old man screaming at the cloud or whatever. I enjoy yeah. being the Abe Simpson meme. Studios, if sorry, if one of those studios just printed shirts that said "Not my art hop," they would get tons <laughs> oh, of dude. people going there to buy "Not my art hop" shirts. Ooh. Not my art hop. Oh, oh man, we're gonna we're gonna do that. <laughs> That's so good. That's such a good. Not just my slap your studio logo. Your your studio logo on not it. Art. You're welcome. Oh, man. That is. Great. I'm gonna stand out. I'm gonna walk around, and just go boo, just boo. randomly walk around the whole art hop. Boo! Go home. I yes. love. Uh, so, uh, Embark, the uh, the cannabis uh, company, uh, they have been out at uh, art hop, uh, art hops lately, or I assume it's art hop, but um, and they do these little videos where they're like, "Hey, if you could smoke with." anybody alive or dead who would it be or you know they ask these questions about like can and it's j- and then they put them up on social media and they're super cool and they're just funny and it's like yeah man it makes downtown fresno look like uh, a lively place you know mm-hmm. yeah they can it can coexist is all i'm saying sure oh yeah yeah still not my art hop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, Although I don't know if it's you know it was only my art hop maybe for like uh, four <laughs> years from like you know two thousand eight to two thousand whatever you know yeah are you becoming the old man shaking his fist at the cloud I mean <laughs> I mean yes and no I mean no just in that like uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that's happening especially like the bands that are playing. Uh, around Art Hop, uh, I mean, they're just there's a ton of band like young bands that are playing, and they're all really good, and they're all like really pushing, like they're they're grinding hard. Um, we, we and just Art had Hop's, a couple at CMAC Fest. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, November or night, yeah. Art Hop, Shop like, Dog. Oh yeah, super good. Yeah, I mean, uh, and so yeah, so there's just all these, and and Art Hop is a really important part uh, of that, I think, for them in terms, you know, like. Um, uh, Fulton Street Coffee always does something in that root area, um, and there's some other places. So there is that. Like in one respect, I know that. Like, look, the the reason I'm the having this visceral reaction to it is that it's like I've aged out of it because it is. I mean, 
it is a young man's thing. It's a young person's thing. It's not for for old people, you know. Old people have their wine walk or whatever. Um, and so, but I think it could be both. I mean, downtown's a big enough place. I mean, we, first Thursday Art Hop also consists of the Tower District. I think people forget that about true. that. Yeah, that is true. But like, there's enough space. There's enough galleries. There's enough venues to have the young people's Art Hop and the you know, older person's wine and cheese. So, you know, and then you just go where you want to be. Right. Did that answer your question? Har- well, harmony. yes, <laughs> answered it perfectly. I can still show up and be an old person and like go to whatever space that I feel comfortable, most art comfortable in and just look out the window with my glass of wine and look at all the kids out there and go, Mm, not that up, I know. Mm. Remember when? <laughs> Look at yeah, You can't go to Tokyo Garden anymore. That's the only. That's the real oh, shame uh, of it all. Yeah. That's the yeah. real shame of it all. There's been no movement on that, right? At all. <laughs> not that I've heard. So there was, there, you know, there were a bunch of rumors about things that were going to be happening, and then I think all of those just kind of fell fell by the wayside. Um, and so I haven't heard any anything um, about it. So one of these days it'll come back. If you know someone who wants to open a really cool tiki bar, Japanese themed karaoke place, it's yeah. there for you. Yeah, we need we need someone we need bit just to go in there and open it up. Coolest dive bar ever, you know. Just make it just you know. I mean, not to change the subject, I mean, because it's kind of related, but I, I saw a post on like the Fresno subreddit recently where people, someone just said like, why can't, I mean, Fresno is a pretty decently sized place. Why can't a city of our size just have more cool stuff? <laughs> like, why is there no one who Good can question. just, you know, take over Tokyo Garden and make it a cool place? Like, why I, does it seem like we just don't have enough of those, like, kind of cool places or things I, going I on? I think it's a question of capital. That's yeah. what I think, personally. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people who, like, I know people who would want to do it. And I think me and Rocky have had this sort of conversation tangentially about mm-hmm. um, putting together, like, a, a an alt-weekly newspaper, right? And it's the same kind of thing where it's like, there are people who who could do it and would probably do a really good job. The problem is... They just don't have the capital for it. So if you're looking at Tokyo Garden and it's like that building's four million dollars or however much, how four point five, you know, whatever. Um, how how do you how do you swing that? You know, there are only a limited amount of people that can swing that, and the people who do tend to do it big. So you know, you got Quail State, and then they open Saint Joaquin, and then they you know because yeah. they have the capital to do it. It's the same thing. You know, I think Reza Semi did a. a a really awesome job with that and that's why we have the cool stuff that we have down here already is because we had someone who had the the drive and the vision but also the capital to make it happen and i think it's like you have to have all of that and i think the missing part for mostly i feel like is that is that capital is the you know some if someone were to give me you know 50 million dollars tomorrow like okay let's go (laughs) you know we could build a Rocky's Funporium. What it? What was it? The oh uh, yeah, Rocky's Barcade and Funporium. Barcade and Funporium. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you can't use the word barcade. Yeah, they'll shut true. You down, so. That is true. That is true. You have to. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Anyway, I don't know. That's my my take on it. Um, and and I do also think that the the sadly. 
the city also doesn't make it easy to to do things you know um so if you look at places that have opened you know how long did it take goldsteins to get open how long did it take Howlin wolf to get open how long um did it take some of these places to get through sort of the processes that they need to get through with the city so i think that's the other part you know is that people are just and then the other part is uh the the not only the like uh monetary capital but like the 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 land capital you know i feel like there's so so many people have good ideas but so much of the 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 property especially like let's say downtown is locked up it's just locked up people own it they don't want to do anything with it uh or if they do they think that it's worth a lot more than it might be and so it they kind of price people the people who would really who could really build something awesome there they just price them out and so you know, we have a bunch of buildings that are sitting empty. Well, why why are they sitting empty? You know. Yeah, no, I so think have, the money is the thing. Is like, you know, it's yeah. it's and the developers and it's just hard. It's hard. It's not well, like back in the days where like let's just open up a bar here today. Or let's open up this. And you're right, the city needs to get some. You know, it from what I hear, it's really difficult. We're identifying the problems, but now like, how do we fix those things? Yeah, that's a is good. That the, is. You know, is it the city? Does the city need to start like some kind of small business academy where they're holding people's hands and walking through, giving them access to resources? I mean, that doesn't solve the money part, but I feel like education can be helpful too. just knowing where to look for capital. Right. Well, no, I mean, what are, that, what's out there? That's 100 percent like, you know, tomorrow, if I decided like, man, I have this great idea for a thing, I think I could do it. I just need I wouldn't know where to start, like. Where do I yeah. go get a, do I, can I get a business loan? What do I, you know, I think there are a lot of things like that, that, that are, are um, problematic. And there are people who will overcome those hurdles because they're um, driven enough, you know? So uh, like we have Bitwise because there was someone who was driven enough to kind of overcome some of those hurdles. We have some of these other places for those exact reasons you know so mm -hmm. um but i think you're right there could be we could do more um and i'm sure there are people who are you know and once upon a time i think we did have a group you know creative fresno was really pushing hard for a long time and i think having a group like that was good even if it was just for like the um like uh, social connection aspect and because you had a lot of people who had similar ideas and similar drives and they were pushing to get similar things done and you put them all together they're going to start talking and they're going to start sharing that kind of information and and you can have some really cool stuff coming from that i don't know if those sorts of things exist anymore you know yeah it's time to revive creative fresno is that what you're saying well i mean <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, but it has to, it can't be, you know, the part, the other thing is it like, it just, it can't be, it can't be me anymore or, you know, us anymore, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's like at a certain point, it's like, well, I've been there, I've done that and, and I've moved on and I've moved on for a reason. And so we need that, in, that interjection of, of younger people, um, which is like, it hurts me. It pains me to say that, but like, that's what we, we need. It's like, we need an interjection of young people uh with that similar sort of vibe and 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 idea you know yeah 
Well, but I, don't, I don't. What uh, <laughs> on the thread, Brian? Yeah. Did they sort of set up why Fresno? I mean, were there answers that weren't kind of what we just gave? I don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was everything we just talked about. <laughs> so it's, it's funny that Fresno subreddit, you know, it's kind of hit or miss, you know. Uh, but a lot of times there's some good stuff in there just because the people who yeah. look at it are. Yeah, it kind of it reminds me of the comment section of blogs from back in the back day. Back in the day, yeah. The blog blog days. Yeah. Oh, the old beehive comment section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much good goodness happening back there. When you back in the days when you would refresh blog sites and comment sections to see what new things were there. Yeah. I, I miss it. Speaking of old man, yell at this guy. Where are the old blog comment sections? I'm Abe Simpson uh, uh, blog. Um, okay, sorry. I the, uh, a slight heart out because <laughs> I did not charge my phone up enough for a full show. So I'm trying to get some stuff in before we die. Do but it. Um, let's uh, let's plug Next it up topic. and let's start with just to get them in. Make sure we get them in. Let's plug it up and let's start with uh, the Sweet Fest. Yeah. yeah. Brian, Rocky. Go to SweetFest.com. <laughs> go, yeah, to sweetfest. go to SweetFest.com. Figure it out. For more information, but it's Saturday, or excuse me, Friday. Or, ah, I'm totally <laughs> Thursday. wrong. Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, <laughs> December 8th, uh, 6.30 at the Tower Theater in Fresno. Nice. Yeah. A Thursday. Very cool. I guess I'll also plug my day job at CMAC, cmac.tv, where you can listen to this podcast on television. Ooh, that's yeah. right. Ooh. What happens on the screen uh, when when this is playing? What's going on on the on the screen? It's what, whatever picture you put on okay. the Floyd <laughs> Famous website, that's yeah. what you see on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I I would say I would I would. Uh, sort of double that and say CMAC does a bunch of really good stuff and, and has some had has had some really good programming and I know you've been doing some celebrating uh recently. Uh is that still happening? Yeah, that was uh this is our tenth anniversary, so we've been around for ten years now, which is crazy. And um yeah, we were just like looking at some of the stats and we've shown like over thirteen thousand programs over the last 10 years uh community created content that you know might not have existed otherwise so that's it's pretty cool uh yeah cmax a cool place to come if you want to learn how to do video audio production make your own podcast make your own tv show yeah no it's a yeah totally awesome place i watched uh, in honor of uh, the weird Al movie that's coming out mm -hmm. uh watched uhf uh, last week, and I started thinking about other community TV, television station movies besides that one in Wayne's World. Uh, mm -hmm. and is, is there any other like community TV centric movies? Oh, that's know. a good yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Anyways, I was anyway, C Max. Now I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Rocky is the what's the deadline for getting uh, a suite submitted? Again. Yeah, so you can we can uh, we need your entries by Monday, December fifth at eleven fifty nine p.m. So you have all day Monday to kind of put your finishing finishing touches on it. Yeah, so it's uh, just go to sweetfest.com for all the details. Just email it to us, and um, we'll, we'll let you know 
uh, if it's all good and uh, come out to the Tower Theater and see your big premiere on the big screen. Mm. Sorry for the abrupt ending to our Rocky and Brian's interview. It was my bad. My battery went And so we uh, came back and uh, Rocky and Brian have to go Swede now. They got to go Swede it up for the day. And uh, I was just asking Rocky about uh, when this uh, you can still submit. And and so you got plenty of time. You got all November to make that Swede and you know, use I. You know, we've said in the past, use your Thanksgiving uh, if you need actors. Oh yeah, yeah. Use your Thanksgiving weekend as you've got everyone's gonna be there. All your yeah, friends, all the presidents are back yeah. for Thanksgiving, and uh, sweet it up, sweetfest.com. Uh, so thank you we, for Brian uh, and, we always and Rocky coming on. We have ne- we uh, being me and you. I've done some sweets in the past uh, with different people, but me and you, we always go like, oh, man, man we should, and then we never do. Um, Maybe we will. We've still got time. If, I know. <laughs> uh, but I am I'm I know life, Mike. <laughs> I know how life works, so yeah. I'm not even going to uh, propose it. But I, will, I do want to know if, and we probably said this before, but maybe it's changed for you this year. If you could do a Swede, one scene, one something, what would it be? Uh, you know, I I have been wanting to do a Point Break uh, oh, scene uh-huh, forever, uh-huh. and that that's always the one that pops up in my head. The uh, okay. it's when um I'll you know I'll give it out there in case maybe, someone maybe else I just wants never want to do, and if I end up never doing it. But uh, my favorite is the there's a initial chase scene where uh they're waiting outside the bank. They're they're uh, they're they're watching uh, you know, Keanu Reeves, and they're watch. They're watching this bank, thinking they're gonna knock it off, and then mm-hmm. Keanu goes and gets Utah. Give me two, and he goes off and gets two chili dogs. <laughs> He's like, it's ten in the morning. And so, so, so and would, then, you, and then, would you? And then he comes the, comes out of the, the bank, and then there's that foot chase, and he and he chases them through people's yards and through people's yeah, yeah. houses, and and uh, I, that's I've kind of won. That's the one I've wanted to do. All right, and wh- who would you be in that in that? Uh, yeah, speech? I, well, I mean, I I can't. I, you know, everybody wants to be Keanu Reeves, but well, I mean, I'm, it's I'm, your I'm Swede. More, you can be whoever yeah, you want. I'm I'm probably more appropriate. Like I, <laughs> I'm more appropriate for being a person in the house. It's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, all right, very good. Um, so. The and and we were in the midst of uh our our plug so doing a little uh plug it yeah. up so um I don't even know if we sang the song for him plug but it up. Uh, plug, plug it, it up. up plug it, it up, up. Uh, plug. sorry to Rocky and Brian but I know. thank thank them for coming on every year and uh, looking yeah. forward to Swede Fest I do at least plan to go if I don't have a Swede up there at least okay oh oh see it sounds to me time. like you're really thinking hard about this Swede making I, it I happen. think hard about it yeah and then okay <laughs> all right um um yeah what you so, got going on Josh but, what what do you have happening oh okay yeah yeah okay I'll go um okay so there's a whole lot so first uh, obviously is the the day job at the Fresno B Fresno B.com um, and like I always say, I think if you enjoy this podcast, um, the B is probably for you because a lot of the stuff that we talk about and, and a lot of the kind of uh, information that we get in, in our uh, 
whatever it comes from from the B and, and the reporting that they're doing there. So if you have the chance, if you're not a, a subscriber, either digital or otherwise, uh, maybe think about going and doing that. Um, and then I also have a radio show that I do on New Rock 104.1. It is on Sundays, 8 p.m. It's called The Homegrown Show. All local music, one hour local music, Central Valley. Lots of cool stuff on there. Um, we do a lot of interviews. In fact, sometime we need to get you in there, Mike. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, and just have us talk about music and have you play some of your favorite uh, Fresno music. Uh, all right. Uh, if you're up for it. Sure, sure. Anyway, um, so I do that. And then um, I am also, as it's not part of it, but sort of I think it works really well. I also have a weekly music newsletter. That is um, on Substack, and it's called Band Geek, and I stole that from you, Mike. I hope you don't mind uh, the name, at least. And uh, just every week, do weird little music tidbits. So it could be new releases. It could be, um, you know, I did a, a, a sort of longer piece last week sort of laying out all of the different uh, shows that are coming up in the month of February. I think I'm going to start doing that every month. Um, just like at the beginning of the month, here's all the shows, the big shows you should be paying attention to. Um, so that's at Substack, uh, Substack, I don't know, bandgeek.substack.com. If you want to uh, look for that, just go to Substack, search bandgeek, search my name, either way, you should be able to find it. Uh, I am on Great Day on Fridays. I do a quick little five things to do piece, just letting people know what's happening. Um, and so that's a lot of fun. So that's all of that stuff. If you want to follow me musically, I have a bunch of different projects that I do. One is a uh, solo project called The New Old Man. We just had, we, I, did a, my first sort of performance as New Old Man, playing a bunch of those songs um, at the Barrel House down in Visalia with Israel Flores from Macondo. And that was a lot of fun. So uh, probably be doing that again at some point and i really like it um it'll go back as the punk band and we have several shows i don't think we have anything in november but we will have some stuff happening in uh december so look for that it'll go back as the name of that band there is also the downwinders uh i play guitar in that band and uh we have some songs that are done mixing and mastering process is happening and then hopefully we should be playing I would say New Year, you can expect probably some music and shows from the Downwinders. Um, and then always uh, other things, you know, ACDC cover band, the Danzig, David Bowie mashup band. I don't know, other stuff that could be happening. So all of that. Um, and then... I think that's it. That's it for now. Uh, for people wanting, you can find me on all over weekend. social media under my name, Joshua T. You just got gigs. Out. You're just constant stream of gigs, man. It's so. It's it gets. Cr yeah, yeah. It's cool. I mean, it keeps me busy, you know. So then I don't got to think about things too hard and just kind of <laughs> drift through, you know. And it, it's kind of nice. It's you know, and I, it is true. I I like it, but um, you know. Yeah, you keep busy. You keep when busy. When the the bee just had a hundred, was it a hundred year? Celebrated the, 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 the hundred bee? year anniversary. Uh, I think it was like October seventeenth was the official day, uh, and uh, yeah, one hundred years of the Fresno Bee. There will 
there is going to be at a certain point uh, within the next year. So, you know, we figure we have a full year to do this to like a, a celebration that's going to be a more public celebration. Okay. And I don't know exactly what that's going to entail yet, mm-hmm. um, but there will be some sort of, uh, you know, like public thing that people can come and, and hang out and and really, um, you know, t- like look at some of the past because, you know, the Fresno be being around 100 years and being the newspaper of note for 100 years, like mm-hmm. that's a really – it's a big deal. Important and big kind of thing. And so there's a lot of history that exists uh, um, in there as well. But also just we, we, we don't, you know, we don't want to dwell too much on the history, especially because I know, you know, for a lot of people, there was like a heyday of the bee. Mm-hmm. And they might look at the way the bee operates now and think like, ooh, remember when. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I'm not sure that's very constructive. I don't think that really helps a whole lot. Um, and so it's nice to sort of um, remember the history of the bee in terms of like its importance, but also looking at the future and like realizing that like this thing is still very much a viable entity yeah. um, and an important part of the community. So, yeah, it's just uh, presented differently because that's just how it is these days. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. And, you know, some of the obviously. You know, some of the stuff has changed and we don't cover topics that we used to cover. But if I mean, if you look at if you think about it, like there used to be a women's section. That's what it was called. <laughs> the women's section. That's crazy. And it was, you know, whatever. They don't do that anymore. So then so can we get upset when, you know, the, the sports section doesn't look the way that it used to or the arts and entertainment section isn't exactly what it was before? I don't think we can. I think part of that is just the natural evolution of of media and and how people are searching uh, finding out about things so yeah yeah all right well look forward um, all to right. doing some b 100 year stuff in the yeah. coming uh, months what are you what what do you got going the fresnan.com that's my blog old school yeah. blog that I just old post school. when I can post on there and um uh, uh, Fresno Fresno.substack.com is uh, right. the newsletter, the newsletter part version part of it. And I also have a beer podcast with mm-hmm. Nick called The Perfect Pour. There's Very a new good. show every Friday. We just pretty much are just trying to make ourselves laugh and the listener laugh mm. and that know about it. It's, it's is that beer, new? Is that like geek? a different uh, take than uh, what you guys no, uh, I, more, have been doing? Or as more it always like I'm just in. like updating the the tagline for the show more mm-hmm. than really changing. But it's mm-hmm. really just because I mean, just uh, you know, the whole wave of craft beer geekness is different now. It's not mm-hmm. it's not what it was ten years ago when everybody was talking about it and it was just this big Right. Thing. And everybody was just devouring any yeah. kind of news they could get. Who's doing what, who's acquiring who, right. uh what what are the new releases, who has a new beer, what's the the white whale to look out for, <laughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff. All that uh, sort and, of sort and that's of, all kind of changed. Yeah, all that's sort of uh settled down and now it's just sort of back to I wouldn't say back because it's bigger than it was before that the last wave of craft beer, but like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's settled in. It's like, um, you know, it, it, it is where it's at now. It's not mm-hmm. like some huge, uh, unknown, like this could go, you know, who knows how big this will get kind of thing. It's, we know mm-hmm. how big it got and it's, it is where it's at. So it's just sort of back to where 
you know, beer geeks uh, are at before this whole thing. So that's sort of why it's like, I'm just saying it's like more of like an update of like, we're just trying to uh, be, be funny with the uh, beer geek uh, backbone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Show. Be funny with a beer geek backbone. <laughs> <laughs> that makes all any right. sense at all. Um, and MikeyTopPour.com is my beer uh, geek blog. And that's, that's enough, enough of my stuff. Okay. Um, uh, cheers. I would say uh, goodbye. Uh, I didn't. One of the places I didn't go in enough, and now it's going away. Is the the um, uh, at Bullard and West the sushi place at Oka? They're closing uh, okay. at the end of the That's month. That's what I heard. I. And, you know what? Uh, I saw something about that. And I don't know. I'm uh, yeah, no. I've uh, it. It's been so long since I've gone there. So yeah, yeah it's just it's one of Do those things where like, you're just like, oh uh, man, I can't believe you guys is... are leaving. And then they're like, well, when did you come in last? Like, mm, I moved a few years yeah. Ago. Do you feel like this is just one of those things, sort of like what you're talking with craft beer or anything else? Like uh, there are waves and ebbs and flows of things. And at one time, sushi was a big thing, and there were a lot of sushi restaurants opening, and there were a lot of good sushi restaurants in. In yeah. town and now that's all just sort of constricting down and so you're going to really see that like really only yeah. a very few are going to be be left uh in, yeah, in a combination of that and the um and the pandemic you know you know businesses uh operating in a different manner for two almost coming up three, three years, years or whatever now. yeah you know that combination is probably pretty tough for everyone to make it through to the mm-hmm, other side mm-hmm. of that so i feel like Maybe we haven't seen all of that fallout completely done, you know, as far as businesses, restaurants, and stuff. Right. Oh, right. You can no, speak I, to that. I agree. Than I would, but yeah. All right. Um, anything else for the good of the cause before we just uh, uh, I'll, looking I'll, forward you know, to uh, Christmas Tree Lane? I hear there's like some. I hear neighborhood buzz about there's somebody that has like a sort of a protest sign up on Christmas tree lane, like no walk nights, no lights, blah, blah, blah. Like, I did see that. There? I did see that. And I want to say, yeah, we'll have to look into this for next time because yeah. I know that there is some sort of like newsy, like whatever. I know there are no walk nights this time. Oh, this they year. are saying that officially um, there isn't a walk night. Yeah, uh, I think I think they've taken away all of the walk nights that's this year. I think that they've already said that, um, and so I think some people are are upset about that. But um, so, but we we'll look at more. We'll look uh, at about more. That. something then, to talk then, about at the Thanksgiving uh, Day the, table. Oh, go ahead. This year, I said there's a topic to discuss with the family at Thanksgiving. Oh her. right, yeah. <laughs> Should there be walk nights? Should yeah, there, uh, yeah. So apparently, uh, Christmas Tree Lane they're canceling their walk nights in 2022. Uh, that's right, we're in 2022, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, because of it just says due to COVID 19, there will be no walk nights in 2022. Mm. So I don't know what that means. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, when we come back for December, there'll be a lot of t- uh, to talk about because there's also uh, along with changes there at Christmas Tree Lane. Um, there's a new event happening out in Clovis with Fresno Street Eats. It's the Holidays, the drone light oh, show. Okay. Um, and uh, which will be cool. This is, these are the people they used to do Santa Claus Lane 
um, which was like the synchronized lights in mm. the neighborhood. Okay. Um, and you know, whatever, due to uh, pandemic and, and other stuff that, that kind of, it didn't get shut down, but they, they kind of wound it down after however many years they did it. Um, but, uh, they got into drone, uh, light shows. And so they're putting on a big, uh, holiday light show at, uh, Clovis, um, at the rodeo ground. So we'll talk all about that and more next time on flowing with famous in the meantime, sweetfest.com. Oh, sweetfest.com. Remember to go to sweetfest.com. Right? Yeah. Go to sweetfest. It, it is happening at the beginning of December. We might get a chance depending on when we record, uh, to, uh, maybe, oh, yeah. w- maybe right, talk, right. a, 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 give it another plug or, uh, yeah. So that's it. I'm going to count us out five, four, three, Two, one. Boom! 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 Boom!